Hey guys, welcome back to You're So Rude. Uh, you got Sim and Cobb here. Today, uh -huh. today we're going to kind of combine a couple different things because we felt like the different topics we were going to do wouldn't take a full episode. Um, but first we're going to do hot takes and then we are going to talk about like one of the biggest things was parking on campus and you know just oh god yeah that one is just we'll wait until until the time to talk about parking yeah so sam can you look up the definition of a hot take um yes for those of us who don't know those of our listeners who don't know what a hot take is they will know now uh, when she's saying that she's definitely calling me out because i like kept saying like oh my god, hot takes, like, that's such a cool phrase, like, I've never, like, really, I don't know what that means, I've never really heard it before, and I literally thought that she was just, like, making this up, but according to Wikipedia, <clears throat> in journalism, a hot take is a, quote, piece of deliberately provocative commentary that is based almost entirely on shallow moralizing in response to a news story usually written on tight deadlines with little research or reporting and even less thought. So, basically, like, controversial opinions, unpopular opinions, things that are going to spark debate, right? Yeah. All right. So I have a BuzzFeed article of some hot takes here that we are going to talk about, you know, give our opinions on. Um, this is a BuzzFeed article called People Are Sharing Their Hot Takes on Twitter and They're Hotter Than Hades. It's by Ryan Shockett. Thank you, Ryan. Um... Sprinkles are pointless. They add value to nothing. What are your thoughts on that, Sam? Um, that is the most... I'm trying to think of words that are not, like, stupid and ridiculous because my New Year's resolution is to be nice. Um, but just kidding. That's, like, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, sprinkles add so much. Sprinkles add color. Variety is the spice of life. And whenever you sprinkle sprinkles on something, there's just all these all these colors and all this variety and like if seeing that doesn't bring you joy then there's something else wrong with you <laughs> do you think they like have a taste um no <laughs> i don't think they do but i think that's part of like the purpose is that because then you can put them on anything right and they don't like ruin the taste yeah i mean do you agree um yeah, you're. I agree on the fact that they don't really have a taste, but I I don't know. Like I could go without sprinkles. I'm kind of indifferent. Like I don't hate them, but I don't love them. So like, remember in elementary school when we'd have like those Sunday days, and they'd have the big tubs of like Neapolitan, and then sprinkles and syrup and cherries. Would you be like, no sprinkles, please? Yes. Are you that kid? Yeah, but also like I don't like ice cream, so I never got ice cream at those things. I just because I always I've never really liked ice cream, so I always did whipped cream with things on it. Bro, we're gonna lose our two followers because you said that. I'm sorry. I don't really like ice cream. The only time I eat ice cream, my sister really likes ice cream, so whenever she comes home or I'm with her, whatever. I eat ice cream with her because it's kind of like our thing, but, um... God, it, I hate this so much because my favorite pastime is, like, going to get ice cream. I would like to make it clear that popsicles are superior to ice cream, but you don't just go out and get popsicles, at least not in this state, so... No, that is a hot take, that popsicles are better than huh? ice cream. That is a hot take right well, there. That is not a hot 
Okay, that's the fact. Okay, anyways, you go out to get ice cream. I love doing that. It's my favorite thing to go do with friends. But Kaz never, ever wants to do that with me because she hates ice cream and she's not willing to compromise for the sake of our friendship. Oh my god, you're so annoying. No, but we have gone to get ice cream, remember? Because, so there was one time that Sam and I, we went to go get ice cream. Well, I got a milkshake, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um... I think you just shared a milkshake instead. No, that was after my birthday. My birthday birthday brunch. But there was another time that we went to this place, and I I it doesn't matter what I got, but we went. And there was this guy sitting at the table next to us, and he, like, took a selfie, and he put me in the back of it without me knowing. And so we left because I was so uncomfortable. I think that was the same day of your birthday. No, I don't think so. I swear, because you were like, oh, this is so annoying, it's on my birthday. No. But I don't know, I think I think it was the same place, but maybe not the same day. Yeah, it was the same place, but not the same day. Because on my birthday, we went from um, that brunch place to get ice cream. And then we sat in McDonald's for a while and just hung out. Mm. Yeah. One of the two places you can go in the small town is McDonald's or Walmart. Yeah, either... Yeah, Mc, uh, sorry, McDonald's or Walmart. Those are the only two places you can go in this town. Okay, yeah, so next hot take. Um, did you watch Friends? Yes. I've actually been watching, like, for the past couple of days, just random clips because I'm so sad that it's not on Netflix anymore. Okay, so this is a good one. Friends was not a good show. Oh, completely disagree. And I don't just say that because I'm like, oh my god, like, Friends is so good. Because, like, yeah, some people like, are super just obsessed with the show, and they'll look over how, like, even, like, the bad things, which I'm like that with the show Psych, because it's the best show ever made, but that's a totally different topic of discussion. Um, Friends, I think, yeah, like, with any show, they had episodes that I didn't think were that important, or, like, honestly, the last season wasn't, like, I, I personally think it was, like, disposable, like, I don't think it was that necessary. There were a lot of, like, story arcs that I didn't think were necessary, but... I mean, that's just within the show, right? But the show itself is really, really good. Like, I don't know. I guess, I don't really feel what you couldn't, like, what you wouldn't like about it is the thing. Um, I didn't really like Friends. Why not? The humor just wasn't for me. I never really yeah. found it funny. I know, okay, but was it just, like, because you were looking for it to be a humorous show? Because, I mean, like, there was, like, a lot of, I mean, I guess it was kind of, it was, like, serious and funny at the same time. Like, did you not like any of the plot line either? Yeah, I think it was the plot line and the humor just wasn't for me. I, there wasn't really anything that, like, caught my eye. Like, I love Jennifer Aniston, but, mm-hmm. like, she was really kind of the only reason that I tried to watch the show. Yeah. But I just... I, I don't know. I just didn't really like it. I didn't find it funny. Whatever. So did you, like, the? I guess the concept of, like, having a group of friends is good, but I know some people don't like it because, obviously, like, there are couples in the show and, like, there's, like, the getting together, breaking up, getting back together, like, that kind of happens throughout the series. Is that part of what you didn't like or is it just because, like, you just didn't find it funny? Mostly that I didn't find it funny. 
And then it it just kind of felt like, how many seasons did it have? Ten, if I'm not mistaken. I can look it up. Yeah, too many. I just didn't, like, I don't understand why there were ten seasons. Like, why do I people mean, like it so much? I think there were a lot of shows with that concept when it came out. Because, like, the first season came out in um, the 90s sometime. Like, okay, 96? No, 94. I... So, I don't know. I feel like it was probably, like, a novel idea. If I'm remembering this correctly I think I read on Twitter somewhere recently that the idea of the show Friends was actually taken from a show that was like a group of friends that were all black and then, oh. yeah and then like someone just took the show and made everybody white and so it's like low-key controversial but I, I think it was about Friends but I don't remember what the name of the original show was. And I'm looking that up. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. But okay. that's really, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Like, that's awful, but I would not be surprised if that's what they did. Yeah, because, like, I think Friends really hit it off. But I'm not sure about the other show. I think I'm remembering this correctly. This is why we need interns to look this stuff up for us. Oh, but we don't have the money for interns. Okay, I can't find... Oh, wait, wait. Queen Latifah reveals the TV show Friends was based on her hit show Living Single. Yes! Okay, so the show Living Single was with Queen Latifah, Kim Coles, and Kim Fields. Um, They're roommates and friends in Brooklyn, New York. And she was a producer on the series. Sorry, I'm trying to read. Yeah, Sam still has trouble putting sentences together and reading. Oh my god. You're the one who, anytime I'm on the phone with you, you're like, I can't listen and read at the same time. So she just stops listening to me when I'm talking. (laughs) It's not that I can't read, it's that I can't multitask. That's why I don't do any of the Google searching. You can't read. It's just that you can't read. No, I can't. Okay, I don't know why. I'm actually having trouble reading. This is why we need interns. If you guys want to intern for us, like we said, um, send us a carrier pigeon. I don't know who said that before. It might have been in an episode we discarded. But hit us up on Instagram if you want to be an unpaid intern. We pay you in Um, experience. Okay, so moving forward from that, the article says that Queen Latifah said, um, a guy called Warren Littlefield that used to run NBC asked, when all the new shows came out, if there's any one show you could have, which one would it be? And he said Living Single, then he created Friends. Um, so I think she just kind of, like, said that as, like, a comment, too, where, like, she didn't want to make it a big deal. But, okay, and there's another, like, there's more links talking about Living Single. This one says Living Single and the whiteness of urban TV. Um, and then it's, like, talking about, like, the gentrification of city-based sitcoms, which is really sad. But basically, I do think that you're right. It was kind of based off of the show Living Single, or at least they took the basic idea of, like, friends living in New York City and then kind of stole it and gentrified it, too, which is really problematic. Yeah. But, 
yeah. So I can see why that why the show gets hit like for that reason. I mm-hmm. do think the show was good though. Okay. Um. Next one. Did you read Percy Jackson? I did, but honestly, like I was such a big fan, but I don't remember a lot about the book because okay. I read them so fast. Okay. This one says the Percy Jackson series was far superior to Harry Potter. No. And I've read, we've both read both. Yeah. Well, I watched, there was only one movie, right? They didn't make movies for, for the Jackson. entire series? For Percy Jackson? Yeah. They just made a movie for Lightning Thief. I think so. Okay. I think I attempted to read Percy Jackson, but I didn't read the entire thing because I felt like I was cheating on Harry Potter. Oh, no, I will say they were very different. Um, I read all the books in the Percy Jackson series, but I didn't read. There was, like, a spinoff thing that kind of talked about, like, the monsters or something. I'm probably totally butchering it, but um, I read the whole Percy Jackson series. It was totally different. It's based on Greek mythology. I think they did a really good job of keeping it different from Harry Potter, but honestly, like, nothing beats that. The yeah. way that Harry Potter was written, like, you just completely get sucked into the universe. Yeah, I agree. Like, I read Harry Potter for the first time when I was, like, nine, ten years old. And yeah. I have not been the same since. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go to read a book, like, over breaks, I always pick up Harry Potter again. I'm really bad at reading new books. You're, reading, you're really bad at reading? New. <laughs> I'm really bad at reading new books. Okay, so you're bad at reading, yeah. Finally, finally. I'm gonna take a quick, um, what's the word? It's also a word that you, a tangent, right? Like geometry, tangent. Oh, a, a tangent. Okay, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, I think I talked to you about this, I can't remember. Um, there was that theory that Leah Michelle can't read. Yeah, I saw that, and bro, I kind of think it's real. Me too. <laughs> Okay, but that's like, okay, it's really sad. Did she not, did she not go to school? Okay, I'm going to explain this theory really fast. I, I remember, like, my freshman year of college, I lived in the dorms, and I, like, couldn't sleep one night. It was four in the morning, and I found this video. It was a 40-minute long video about this theory that Michelle, uh, Leah, Leah Michelle can't read. So she started Broadway when she was, like, seven or eight years old, so she got pulled out of school. And they, like, she did school, like, while she was doing all this Broadway stuff. And so there are all these pictures of um, the people that she was working with, like, pointing to her lines and saying, like, oh, this is what it is, whatever. And then, like, that's how she would learn. And then, uh, like, flash forward to the days of Glee when it would be the same thing where the per- her, like, acting coach or whatever would point to her script and be like, you know, this is what it says. And um, then, like, there was a time that they had a guest on the show and they wanted to ad-lib. Is that the word? I don't know. They wanted to go off script and do something. And Leah Michelle was like, no, I don't want to. Like, we have to go by the script because she memorized her lines. And so if she went off script, she'd have to come up with something else. And she got so upset and, like, went off into her trailer until they agreed to go by the script. And then my favorite part of this theory was that she uses her Instagram to learn her vocabulary. Because, like, 
all of her Instagram captions are just emojis and like very few words. And then at one point, like all of her Instagram stories were just like an emoji and then the word. An emoji and then the word. So it was like coconut is the word of the day or whatever. I don't know. It was really funny, but it was such a stupid video. And like low key, low key. I believed it for a while, and I went, like, across the hall to my friend Caroline, and I was like, Caroline, I think I sent her the video, because I, I honestly just did a really bad job at, at explaining what the theory was, but I made her watch it, and we came back the next day, and we were like, yeah, bro, Leah Michelle can't read. <laughs> and low key, okay, I'm still but, convinced of it, though. Okay, but with her, the thing about not wanting to ad-lib, wouldn't she just have to make something up, like, out of her mind and not read? Like, why was that a problem? Yeah, but then she spent all that time memorizing her lines. Oh, so it's like, being mad that it would go to waste. I guess so. Okay. I mean, it's been two years well, since I watched the video. Okay, well, I looked it up, and so, like, okay, that's one thing when you said, like, about her starting off um, on Broadway. Because, like, when you're not in school, it's really, I mean, it's fair possibility that she's not very good at reading yeah like that's just something you learn in school but one thing says that she was accepted into nyu and you have to submit some sort of standardized test which is like would be hard for someone who's illiterate to pass um but it's also like she was leah michelle so even if she couldn't read there's probably a chance that they would just let her in anyway <laughs> also, one of my, I forgot this part of the theory, but actually my favorite part is that like once so the theory is that she was illiterate, so like can't read or write. So my favorite part of the theory was that she doesn't know how to sign her name. So because there was never like a picture of her actually like giving an autograph, but then, you know, there was pictures that finally came out of her signing her name. So it was like <laughs> people never actually saw her sign her name, which is so stupid. But um, later, like, after this video, like, went viral and a bunch of people were writing about it, she tweeted about how, like, she can read. <laughs> She's very literate. But anyway, that was my tangent. I really, has she ever just, like, gone on her Instagram story and just read a chapter of a book? Because I just want to see it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What if, it would be really sad if she couldn't. I mean, it would make sense if she couldn't. But, <laughs> but it'd be kind of cool, like, that... That she can't read? I mean, that she's so, like, successful, but is illiterate. Like, that'd be cool. I think that's more sad, where it's like... It's not a basic skill if you're not in school. Oh. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, but I, I think we're going to end with, um, on this note, thinking that she can't read. Like, we've just decided that she is illiterate. <laughs> um, Leah Michelle, please don't sue us. Yeah, all love, all love. All love, yeah. I mean, we did verify that you did tweet that you are literate, but, you know, this 40-minute long video really just, it caught my eye. Yeah. It, yeah, good points, good points. Um anyway. Okay. Next hot take. Yeah. Wendy's has the best nuggets. 
I cannot comment on this because I do not eat. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, but you can. Tell yeah. us what you think. Um, I have honestly, the last time I had Wendy's, I was probably like six. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to actually tell a story about Wendy's. So, okay. the town that we live in used to have a Wendy's, and I remember... Uh, what? Yeah, it was before you moved here. Uh, I don't... I think it's what U.S. Bank is now. No, oh. that was a lie. That was a lie. Anyway, um, but it was... We had a Wendy's for a hot minute, and I remember, like... My dad used to take my sister out to lunch every once in a while, and I got so sad that he never took me out. And you know, like, when you're listening to sad music in the car and you think you're in a music video? Yeah. I used to do that when we would drive by the Wendy's, because I'd be like, huh, I wish my dad would take me to lunch. And then one day, I, like, went up to him, and I was like, Dad, can you take me to Wendy's for lunch? And he did! And that was the last time I had Wendy's. Um, but anyway... I don't remember what their nuggets tasted like, but I mean, I worked at McDonald's for four years, so I feel like I have to say that they have the best nuggets, but I think it's between Burger King and McDonald's. Okay, I will just comment based on look. I have never seen what Wendy's nuggets look like, but McDonald's chicken actually looks seasoned. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to vote McDonald's. Okay. Uh, McDonald's got the majority vote. Yeah. So McDonald's is the best. Okay, next one. Oh, you can't comment on this one either because this one is also about nuggets, and I don't really have anything to say about that one. Oh, Let it just read it. Okay, um, it was, the crunch of a McDonald's nugget is unmatched, and the other girls will just have to deal. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Are they crunchy? Yeah. If you have them, like, fresh, then yeah. But how often are they actually fresh? <laughs> uh. <laughs> you, yeah, as the ex-McDonald's employee, give us the 411. I don't know that I can do that. Oh, did you sign a non-disclosure agreement? No, but I just don't think I should do that. That's fair, in case McDonald's would like to sponsor us at some point. Yeah, if you guys want to send us those crunchy nuggets and fries, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But we do have fresh meat. Not we. I don't work there anymore. They do have fresh (laughs) meat and fresh fries. We do try our best to get... Sorry, they try their best (laughs) to get you fresh fries. Bro, honestly, when you work there for four years, like you just can't get rid of it. I still have dreams to this day about working there. I was about to just let you, like, keep going when you said we the second time. I was like, it's just a part of you now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I'm sorry. I'm, like, still reading things about Leah Michelle. (laughs) And it's, like, so funny. Honestly, that 40 minutes that I watched that video was one of the best 40 minutes of my life. It was so funny. They, like, had a, like, slideshow presentation and everything for it. Girls came prepared. This is so funny. Okay, next hot take so I can stop reading these articles. Okay, this one... uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. 
Cheetah Girls is superior to High School Musical, music-wise, plot-wise, and cast-wise. I don't know if I can actually comment, because I never really was into the Cheetah Girls. Okay. But I would, I'm still going to comment and say High School Musical is superior. Yeah, so the rest of this um, hot take says, does comment on the, on the diversity of Cheetah Girls, which, yes, I agree, there was much greater diversity in the Cheetah Girls, but I do think that the high, that high School Musical was better, the music was better, honestly, like, Gotta Go My Own Way from High School Musical 2 makes me cry. It's on my Sad Songs to Cry To playlist, which you would know about if you listen to our second, third episode about Spotify playlist, Doctor's Remix. And what was the last part that we talked about? Um, I don't Bollywood remember. movies. Bollywood movies. Um, yeah, so check oh, out that okay, last episode. Quick, quick update, though. Speaking of the music episode. What's up? So, sorry, I can't even say it. It's so funny that you <laughs> hate this so much. It's not funny. Oh, no, it's like, oh, I've never heard the hookup song before, and so we listened to a little bit of it on the podcast. Well, after that, after we recorded that episode, I actually listened to the whole thing, and it's such a good song, you guys. I've literally been listening to it on repeat. Like, it's so good. I'm 100% a fan. I take back everything I said. It's such a good song. I feel Um, betrayed. Why do you hate it so much? I don't know. I think I just, like, don't like Tiger Shroff, so I'm just, like... I I can't like anything about that movie. Yeah. Okay, but I will say that I had like just been listening to the song on Spotify, right? And so I did look up the music video and I couldn't even watch it. Like It's so cringy. It was, so, it was just, yeah, it was too much. I was like, I don't they did not no. It's like the music video is a no, but the song itself is very good. Anyway, um Hi, yeah, High School Musical was superior, um, but... I will say the third, my favorite High School Musical movie is the third movie, Senior Year. That is the best High School Musical movie. Don't at me. I am going to at you. That is absolutely wrong. You are wrong. The second one is the best, and I will not accept yeah, well, anything summer, else. The Summer Vacation movie, you thought that was better than Senior Year? Um, yes. Fabulous. Okay, the songs are good, yeah, but, like, the third movie is the best. That is, like, no. that is when everything finally becomes... Dude, he literally drove all the way when she was going to Stanford. I don't like, care. I don't like Gabriella. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, Sharpay was better. Okay, but, like, when you were a kid and watching the movies, did you really think, oh, I hate Gabriella, Sharpay's better? Sharpay was the bully. No, even growing up, I was like, Gabriella is annoying. Ugh, you're annoying. You're one to talk. <gasps> That's so rude. No, High School Musical better. Sharp, what? High School Musical is better. Sharpay is better. All she did was come, sorry, all Gabriella did was come and take Sharpay's spotlight when that was everything that Sharpay had ever worked for. And Troy just needs to go back to playing basketball. Okay. I will say... um, Troy got into Juilliard? What? Didn't Troy get into Juilliard? 
know. Actually, no, maybe. I think all three of them got into Juilliard. Sharpay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just um, Sharpay and Ryan, but maybe Troy got offered a slot, too. Which is ridiculous. He's a talented boy. Actually, I don't think Troy did. I'm looking this up. I okay. might just be lying. Yeah, because you hate the third movie. Yeah. She decides to go to the University of Albuquerque um, for a performing arts major while Ryan goes to Juilliard and Troy goes to UC Berkeley. He goes to Berkeley to be close to Gabriella, play basketball and perform in theater. Um, so very wholesome, very nice, unlike you trying to defame okay, the class. Let me let me just say, do not choose your college don't do not make a college decision based on your high school girlfriend. Do not do it. Oh yes, like I one hundred percent agree that is the dumbest idea ever. Go where you wanna go. Don't take into account any kind of, like, romantic relationship because a lot of relationships fall apart in college because you get busy, you meet new people. That's all I'm going to say on that. Girl, you sound so salty. Is there something you'd like the audience to know? Not the audience. (laughs) And that's the tea on that. Okay, anyways, what is the next hot take? Honestly, I don't think I'm done talking about how, how how good High School Musical is, but we're just going to move on, or we're going to be here forever. Yeah. Oh, bro, this one makes me upset. Um, okay. Oatmeal raisin is the best tasting cookie. I think someone just put that in as a joke. Yes, it has to be a joke. Oatmeal raisin is absolutely disgusting. If there's raisin in anything, I'm going to be upset. I hate raisins, but I've had good oatmeal raisin cookies before. That is a lie. No, I promise I have. Oh, my God. Okay, but I think that definitely was, like, not even... That's, that's not even a question. Like, I've never met anybody who, like, what's your favorite cookie? Oatmeal raisin? What are you, 95 years old? Oh I, haven't even, I haven't even met an elderly person that says that oatmeal raisin is their favorite. They're just lying so. to you. What? They're just lying to you. Anybody who's not 95... That says oatmeal raisins are best cookie is lying to you. About their age? No, about their favorite cookie. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I like have such a hatred for raisins. So, um, after we pray, we like get like fruits and like dried fruits and nuts and stuff at the temple and they always give us raisins and I just like like the thing is I always take my sister's raisins because she hates them more but bro like I I just hate raisins and there was there was a time that my grandma was staying with us and every day after she prayed she would give raisins to everybody and I'd be like you know I'm only doing this because I love my grandma Oh my god. When I, um, wait, sorry, what were you saying? Sorry, it's fine. But, like, at the temple, if my dad is there, we all give our raisins to my dad. Because he's like, okay, I'll take one for the team and eat everyone's raisins. So then, do you just, like, you give everything to your dad? Like, is it just raisins and then you don't eat anything? Or do you keep the I keep the nuts because there are cashews and almonds and raisins. Mm -hmm. It's either that or, like, 
bananas and oranges and apples, things like that. It's either or. Um, and I keep the nuts and I give him the raisins. But usually my sister gives everybody everything because she doesn't like nuts either. Oh, sad. Yeah. Um, anyway, oatmeal raisin is the worst cookie. Uh-huh. What do you, what I, do you what's okay. your favorite cookie? My favorite, okay, I had a quick story about raisins, though, because okay. I remembered that when I, when we lived in Rochester, um, I was in Sunday school, and one of our Sunday school teachers, this is when I was, like, in kindergarten or preschool, and our Sunday school teacher, one of my very nice brown aunties, brought, like, a bunch of grapes, like, I don't know why, I guess it was our snack or something, and on the bundle, is it a bundle? A bundle of grapes? Is it called a bundle of grapes? A bushel? I hate that. I hope it's not a bushel of grapes. Okay, on grapes. <laughs> there was like a singular raisin on the end. And bro, I laughed so hard and I was like making fun of it. I was like, um, Shahana and like, why did you put a, why did you stick a raisin onto the grapes? Like, that's so dumb. Because <laughs> I didn't realize that raisins were just dried grapes. Like, I thought she had literally just for fun, like, taken a raisin and glued it onto the grapes. You're so dumb. But that day I learned that once fruits dry, they can become other nastier fruits. <laughs> okay. All right, next hot take. Um, oh, Samsung Galaxy is the superior phone. Y'all just give in to the hype and don't want to be poor ashamed for having an Android. We both had a Samsung Galaxy before we had iPhones. This is true. And I I liked my Android. I did, too. I don't think it's about, um, it's not like poor shaming. I, I didn't realize the iPhones were that much more expensive than Androids. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it is 100% the hype. Like, being able to iMessage people and things like that, I think is just a lot more convenient. Yeah. And, like, being able to connect all your devices. Like, my Mac is connected to my phone. Mm-hmm. And, like, connected to your iPad. Like, they're all on there. Yeah. And I, for someone whose phone is dead all the time, the messaging feature that is, like, on your iPad and your Mac is so convenient. Because I can see when the other iPhones text me if mm-hmm. my phone is dead. I think you get, like, green text as well. If, even if your phone is I, dead. I just recently signed into my Apple like ID for that stuff on my computer because I used to think it was a distraction, but I've noticed that I don't get green text unless my phone is alive. Oh. I mean, yeah. I don't let my phone die, so I don't know. Oh, well. Anyway. um, Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything really against Androids. Yeah. The one thing, so I had an Android for two years, and I've had an iPhone for six years, and Mm -hmm. the only thing that I missed about Android was swipe text, but now Apple has swipe text, so, like, I... What is that? Swipe text? Swipe text, like, instead of, like, pressing every character, you can just swipe across the keyboard to type. I remember that. I'm pretty sure you're the one that told me that that was a thing when, like, I got my Galaxy. Did you just say an iGalaxy? No, when I got my Galaxy. Oh. I think you're the one who showed me the slight text. But wait, Apple has that too? Yeah, it was a new update, but you don't freaking update your phone. 
I don't like to update devices. Actually, no. We found that I do like to update my computer, and it just leads to its demise. So don't do that. Yeah, I don't update my laptop unless I absolutely have to. Ugh, sad. Apple is just a scam, but it'd be like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, iMessage is so convenient. And, mm-hmm. and like FaceTime and like all of that stuff and because it is the hype because everyone else has it so it makes it easier with you do too because you can connect more easily yeah um hold on I'm gonna... anyway sorry um yeah I just like being able to connect all my devices I message FaceTime you know like all those uh What's the word? Features that are like kind of specific, I guess, to Apple. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. Like I I guess like yeah, there are some people that pour shame, but that's not the reason I choose iPhone. I just choose it for the convenience. Double texting is not as bad as it seems. I think it depends on the person. Um, I used to think that, but now I just double, triple, and quadruple text literally everybody. <laughs> um, so I, it's really not as bad as it seems. I think it's just kind of like, if you, I'm a really excited person, and so I recently was texting, I think, a friend's sister, and I was like, I usually, like, if it's the first time I've texted somebody, I'll just send one normal text, and I did just say hi, but then after that, I immediately just started sending, like, three or four texts. Because, like, that's just how my thoughts came. And I'm like, if they don't think too much about it, it's not a big deal. And then they usually start double and triple texting back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that there's anybody I don't, like, double message, double text. Because I'm, like, on a pretty good, like, comfortable basis with everyone I text. Right. But again, like like you said, if it's the first time texting somebody, I'm just gonna send one text, and then wait yeah. until that comfort sets in. I think that that's really important because, like, I hate texting people. I <laughs> love phone calls. Um, I hate having to text people anyway. So if I'm texting you, I'm probably really comfortable with you anyways. Like that, I would talk to you in person on the phone and via text, and so I don't care if I'm double or triple texting you. Yeah, I actually forced Sam to text me because I hate phone calls. Yeah, she was also the one who made me FaceTime for the first time, and now we do it regularly because she hated the fact that, like, well, it's because of the phone call thing. Like, it's easier for you to see me yeah. and then not have something to say than, like, not see each other and not have something to say. Yeah, because my thing is, so I'm, I'm like, ridiculously anxious, and... It's like it just like gets really uncomfortable when you're on the phone with somebody and there's silence. I think, but also like I guess it depends on the person, but like that just makes me super uncomfortable. And we kind of compromise with FaceTime because Sam and I FaceTime a lot, like when we're doing other things, just to like have that company. And so you can see that the other person is doing something, so they're distracted. Whereas on the phone, you can't see that. Mm-hmm. Which I don't mind because I'm usually distracted while on the phone anyways, but it's yeah. okay. She's helped, I guess you could call it growth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's the next one? 
Um, I'm gonna skip that one. Oh, that was the last one. I mean, this one, this one, I, I mean, I don't really have anything to say about this one. It's that eggnog is white people's best invention. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything to say either. I had the eggnog latte from Starbucks, and my friends tasted disgusting, but mine tasted really good. It kind of tasted like warm mango puree milk. Ew, mango. Yeah, like kind of like, you know, the queso slot, like mango pulp. I literally, I have like two full cans in my cupboard because I use it in everything. But it literally tasted like if you put that in milk and then you warmed it up. But that's also like not, I guess, real eggnog because real eggnog has alcohol in it, right? Well, no, it's not that it's no. that's real eggnog. Like people spike their eggnog. Hmm. Okay. So I guess the latte tasted okay, but I would not say it's the best invention. Yeah, I mean, I like eggnog, but I only drink it like in winter because it's like a holiday mm-hmm. drink. I just don't understand, like, who came up with the idea? It's, like, made with eggs, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, super dumb. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming, I'm assuming the egg in the word eggnog does have some meaning. Um, like, where did that even come from? I don't know. We could get one of our interns on it if we had one. Okay. I will look it up. Okay. Eggnog, eggnog, or eggnog, historically also known as milk punch or egg milk punch, is a rich, chilled, sweetened, dairy-based beverage, traditionally made with milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg whites, and egg yolks. But why? Okay, let's go to it. Okay, so variants are with alcohol, like, in some context. Because I know I was at Costco once with my friend, and the eggnog that we saw, at least, was all alcohol eggnog. Okay, history. So I think it's just, like, old traditional English recipes that, like, through the centuries people modified. Because, mm-hmm. like, one, a 17th century recipe for my Lord of Carlisle's sack posset uses a heated mixture of cream, whole cinnamon, mace, nutmeg, 18 egg yolks, 8 egg whites, and one pint of sack wine, a fortified white wine related to sherry. So I think it's just, like, a, it's just happened to come about oh in britain the drink was originally popular among the aristocracy so i recipes evolve and here we are here we are i had a list of hot takes on my phone let's see if there is any that were not on this list okay um oh yeah okay so there were two that were not on this list do you think mm-hmm. that charcoal masks are blackface? No. We already talked about this separately. Yeah, but, but we didn't talk no, about it on the podcast. You're right. Um, I was saying no because it is a face mask. and Yeah, I don't really know what else to say because I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. I will say, I'm not... I wouldn't be surprised if some racist human beings try to use it as blackface yeah but yeah i don't think it is there's anything wrong with using a face mask like that yeah like if i if if i use a charcoal mask obviously like my intention isn't to do blackface yeah it's to clean those disgusting pores of yours that's mean it's true though we all have them that is true um okay so that's kind of all we had to say on that one 
Um, and this one is no, actually... No, said, like, three words. I mean, you said everything I needed, I thought. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's fair. Um, okay, and the last one... This one, I don't know if it's far... If it's, like, reaching too much or not. But, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see. Um, do you think that Coachella outfits appropriate Desi culture? And for those of you who don't know what Desi means, it's, like, South Asian culture. Yeah, so, like, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Nepal, Um, Sri Lanka. Nepal, Sri Lanka. Like, just those those countries that have very similar culture. Why don't you answer this one first? Because I want to hear what you have to say. Um, yeah. Because, like, girls wear bindis around their eyes, and, like, bindis are, like, those, like, jewels on the face. Um, I think that's one way that it's appropriated, and I don't know if, like, this next one is, again, like, too far-reaching or not, but, um, like, crop tops, they remind me of, like, the, um, what is it called? The Jolie? Or, like, oh, like, Oh, a blouse. The blouse of a sari. I was thinking, like, with a langa. Yeah, Jolie with a langa. Okay. I don't know. But that's, and I guess that's not only a part of Coachella outfits, but, like, crop tops in general. Is that an appropriation of, like, a choli or, um, which is, like, the top part of a langa or um, the blouse and a sari? I think there are aspects of Coachella outfits that are appropriating Daisy culture. What do you think? Um, yeah, I would agree. I think, like, obviously we know that there's a difference between appreciation and appropriation, but I don't think Coachella is really where you see a lot of people appreciating the culture as much as appropriating it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't pay too much attention to Coachella, or I don't really, you know, claim to know a lot about what people wear, but like you said, I know people wear bindis, and I've heard people do weird, like, they'll take different, and not even basic culture, like, I've heard a lot of, you know, stories about people wearing clothes from any different culture or ethnic background that's not their own, and wearing it in a disrespectful way, mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, I don't know if everybody, I, I, I doubt that everybody does it, people are, are supposed to just wear, what, like, hippie vibe clothes, I don't know what the style is, but, I mean, just be respectful of what you wear. Yes, that was all on the hot take. Yeah, I guess so. Because, I mean, like, we could talk a lot about Coachella, but I also don't want to get into it because I feel like it's so simple, you know? like Yeah, it's, like, low-key, Coachella, like, it looks fun when you see it as an outside perspective, but then, like, yeah, it's so problematic because I think the person that runs... Coachella, don't they donate to anti-LGBTQ plus organizations? I did not know that. I think so, because I, like, see it on Twitter all the time whenever, like, Coachella artists are announced. People are just like, don't go to Coachella because they donate to anti-LGBTQ plus community organizations. Okay. I see, yeah, I see a couple of, uh, an American billionaire who... He donates millions to medical and educational institutions. Let's see what the problem is. Okay, so he owns Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival. Um, but what is the controversy? Let's 
see. Yeah, reading is really hard. I understand what Leah Michelle goes through on a daily basis. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, my phone is at one percent. Okay, so I am not entirely sure about um what specifically they just say that he donates to a number of conservative organizations, like millions of dollars to them. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's like what those organizations support obviously means that he supports those causes. Yeah. Um, but I'm not entirely sure what exactly it is. Okay. Um, so I guess that's all in the hot takes, and we kind of. Something that has just been angering Sam and I lately is parking on campus. Yeah. Um, I, so it has snowed a lot lately here, and I am absolutely sick and tired of these parking lots not being cleared. I straight up, like, I'm just parking on ice at this point. And I'm praying that I don't slip and fall as I walk to class. Like, the sidewalks and everything are salted and cleared. But, like, on the first day that it snowed, the first day after it snowed, they were not cleared. There was no ice. Sorry, there was no um, salt. And so it cleared up for a little bit, but then we got a lot of snow after that again. And So your school has money for a new fountain, but not for salt to sprinkle on the road? Well, the fountain was all donation money. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we just got a new fountain, all from donation money, but, um, I guess the, I don't know, I don't want to say anything, like, bad, but it just sucks that, like, the, so I'm a commuter, and commuter parking lots, okay, I could go on about how much parking angers me at my school, but, like, so staff get the closest parking, and... If you park in, if commuters or residents park in their parking lots, you'll get a ticket. And so, um, staff and residents get the most parking, and then commuters are in the visitor parking lot, which is the farthest away from all the buildings on campus, except for one. And, um, then there's, like, so we have a recreational center, and there's a parking lot there that's just for commuters, but there's probably, like, 30 spots, and that's it. And then there's, like, two other parking lots. Like, they're pretty decently sized parking lots, but they're still, like, a lot farther from campus, and they're never cleared all the way. So you always have to, like, drive over ice and just... So, like, when it does snow and ice, like, you just have to park wherever you can because all the lines are covered. And it's honestly, like, so dangerous. So, um... One of the oh, I almost just fell. One of one of the parking lots that I try to park in. So there are like four or five different like rows of parking. So I always go to the last one and then loop around as I try to find a spot. And so I went in and then I realized like all the snow was pushed into a corner. But the way that it was, I wouldn't be able to loop around because like the snow was so far out that I would have hit the car if I tried. So I had to reverse out of that row and just like go to the next one but then as I tried reversing there was a car that came in behind me and I was like I guess I'm just kind of stuck here but then I realized like a car that was already parked in that row was it was really small and they only took up like half their um 
spot and I have a really small car so I just like reversed into their spot and was able to turn around but the person that was behind me didn't realize why I was doing that so they're like so confused and low-key getting mad at me for doing that but then as I pass them they see as well that this mountain of snow is taking up the entire parking that entire like room to turn around and it's just like always such a problem to find parking especially in the winter because nothing is cleaned off you can't find the lines to park in the snow takes up like a solid 10 12 spots across all the parking lots and like 10 12 doesn't sound like a lot but it's a lot and it, yeah it just makes me so angry and like and it's like even if I don't know I am just so upset I could honestly talk about parking forever and I got a ticket once for parking on the side of the street because people are like oh they don't give tickets if you park on the side of the street and I parked there and I got a ticket and I was so angry and I cried so much it was only $25 but it was still like I got a ticket and I I was just so upset and I just you know I just hate parking here but I have no other choice because I live too far off campus to walk. Anyway, Sam, what is your issue with parking? Um, I feel like I hate the parking situation so much and it's just hurt me so much that I'm like too exhausted to really get fired up about it. Yeah. Um, I will say though, it's just like the same thing in general. Like, um, there's, obviously faculty and staff parking but our issue I think is at least like the library if you're wanting to go study on the main campus's library which is bigger um than you know like the ones in the health sciences district there's no parking for you as a student because the top level um on like the hill is faculty and staff and then there's we all buy parking permits, so it's not like a visitor, resident, commuter type situation. It's uh-huh. just like on the main campus and um, the health sciences campus, there's an actual parking garage, which I don't really think there's too much of a problem there because, I mean, yeah, all the student floors get filled up, but usually like the seventh floor with the pigeons on the roof is always free. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one on the library in the main campus, like there's so many meter spots. And it's like everyone is paying, it's a commuter it's a commuter school, so the majority of students are not living here, and like they do buy a parking permit for that reason, so they can park in the student zone, but there's like maybe like what, 10, 12 spots per like side for um, people with a student permit, and then the rest of it is all metered, and it's like those of us who bought hundreds of dollars worth of a permit are not going to pay two dollars every day to park but those are the only spots that are ever left so it's like you either go to the library or you don't go to the library like and that's just one one issue it's kind of like that all over like mm-hmm. any building you go to um and then obviously if you park metered when you're not supposed to you're gonna get a ticket and faculty and staff are gonna get a ticket and it's hard though because if you're running late to class and that's you like the closest you can find is a metered spot or somewhere where you're not supposed to like Sometimes you do just have to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like I would say more, but it's just it's too hard, man. I can't talk about it. It's too much. Yeah, I like get too fired up if I talk about parking for too long, just because yeah. like 
commuters are given the short end of the stick when there are so many com- more commuters than there are. Because, like, the thing is, like, I go to such a small school that residents don't really, like, they don't move their cars. And, oh. Yeah, and it's just frustrating because commuters never have parking spots, even though, like, half the students are commuters. And yeah. Like, like, this is a small town, so if people do get an apartment, it's, like, a fairly walkable distance away from the school, but, like, there are also a lot of people in this town that, like, went to high school in this town that go to university here, so they sometimes stay, like, with their parents. Like, I stay with, at home with my parents, and I go to school, but, so that means, like, I live a 10-minute drive away from school, and I have to park somewhere, but I always spend so much time parking because residents never move their cars, and staff always gets the closest to their buildings, and they have the most parking, and if I park there, I get a ticket. I don't know. Like, it's just so frustrating to me. So I had to take a writing as critical thinking class, and one of our first assignments was to write, like, a professional business letter, and so it was, like, you could pick, like, any office you wanted on campus and just like write a letter to them and I wrote mine to the Department of Public Safety because they're the ones that you go to when it comes to parking and I wrote this very like nice letter with even a suggestion of like because we were tearing down a building so I was like you could build a parking garage there instead of whatever you're going to make but she didn't actually let me send the letter she was just like this is just to like so you know how to write a letter. And I'm like, girl, I've known how to write a letter. I just wasted my time writing this since I can't actually send it. And she didn't let me. Was it too fiery? Like, was that why? No, it was just because it was an assignment to see that we knew how to write the letter. And she was like, I just don't think to send this because nothing's going to happen. Like, you're just going to waste your time. And I'm like, girl, I already did waste my time. <laughs> At least let me do something about yeah. it. But she didn't let me. It's just like, I think that even the places that parking garages are located, like, I'm thinking back to, like, the main campus of our school, like, there's one near, there's only two dorm buildings, because it's a commuter school, and, like, kind of like what you were saying, the majority of the students live in suburbs, and so they they come from, like, 30-ish minutes away just to drive to school, and so the places where they're usually going to park their cars are going to be central locations, like the library, or, like, the science building, or, like, you know, wherever, and you just cannot find a spot, and so everyone's always, I hate going to the library on the main campus, because you just see as you're pulling up, cars circling around the lot, waiting for people to leave, it's just the saddest thing, it is so much, and people are ruthless, like, people have 100% stolen my spot before, and I've never wanted to get up and fight more than that moment. (laughs) Yeah, no, people do that here, too. It is, it gets nasty, bro, like, trying to fight for a parking spot. Yeah. And, like, people aren't even sorry. They'll just be like, yeah, like, I have to get to class. Go find another spot. I know, and people also, like, they do not care if they almost, like, hit your car. First of all, I've had people hit my car in parking lots uh, at school just because clearly nobody knows how to drive. Mm-hmm. But, um... It's just, like, they will literally, to steal your spot, they will get so close to your car and just zoom in. And I'm like, dude, you almost got us into an accident. Was it really worth it? Like, you're already late to class. Just go home. Yeah. There are so many times that, like, I just won't find parking. And I'm like, is it really worth it to go to class at this point? 
Oh, yeah, I've definitely done that before. Because, like, I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes trying to find a parking spot, and by that point, like, I'm going to be 10 minutes late to class. This is a 50-minute class. I'm going to find parking. Then I'm going to have to walk 10 minutes to get to class. By that point, I'm halfway through class. Should I go or not? Because I'm just going to be disturbing the class at this point if I walk in halfway through. And that's the thing, like, if you've noticed, whenever you're sitting in class and someone walks in, like, 10, 15 minutes late to a 50-minute class, you're everyone's like, oh, my God, that's hella disrespectful. But then... You never think about, bro, that person probably just couldn't find parking. It's so sad. It's tragic. I feel like we shouldn't end on such a sad note, though. We need something else to talk about. Okay, I got a hot take. Okay, so I reached out to my friends, Rena and Richa. So Rena and Richa are actually a big inspiration for me wanting to start this podcast because they have a pretty good podcast that they're actually taking a break from. So if you need a good podcast to go listen to, they are on SoundCloud, Apple podcast possibly and i'm pretty sure they're on spotify but it's the r and r podcast like r and r podcast it's really funny i love it so go check them out but rena said hot chocolate is better than coffee what is your take on that um as someone who avidly drinks both i i will agree i hot chocolate is probably my favorite drink in the entire world Literally in my cupboard right now, I have five different flavors of hot chocolate. But I drink a lot of coffee because I need to stay awake. But the thing is, I don't really like the taste of coffee. I I don't like the bitterness. I don't like that. So I always add, like, a ton of creamer and sugar. And I like when it doesn't taste like coffee. So, yeah. No, I agree. That's it. Okay. Rita just sent one in, too. Um, I'm going to answer Rena's first. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do like them both. But I would probably prefer coffee just because I do drink coffee more than hot chocolate. And it, like, helps me stay awake. And there's so many flavors of coffee. Like, coffee's very general because then you get into, like, lattes and mochas. And yeah. Okay. There's a lot of those flavors, but it's just, like, I feel like I always have to dr- – I'm the kind of person that I need to drown out, like, the flavor of the actual coffee bean because it's so bitter to me. And I don't like the way it tastes. But maybe that's just me. Well, I like black coffee, so it's not a big deal to me. Wait, what? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about that? What did you just say? I like black coffee. With no sugar? Yeah. <gasps> Bro. Like, my dad and my oldest sister drink black coffee. And I just, I don't understand. Why would you do that? I just, I cut, um like sugars and whatever out of my coffees just because it's so bad for you but like if I'm drinking at home then I'll drink black coffee but if I'm buying it then I'm not gonna buy black coffee because that's a waste of money if I can just get it at home I can't I cannot believe that's like such an adult move that's the only adult move that I'm making but it's a big one that's true um okay Richa sent one in too um yes the U.S. needs to start investing in the arts. Um, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely I, agree. I feel like that's just, like, an all-around thing is that people have never really taken, like, art in general as a serious, like, uh, career option or anything like that. Even though people really like to beautify their towns and cities and then, you know, put that on display, uh-huh. which is always 
seems kind of weird to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cities are known for, um, like, sculptures, or they're known for different types of artwork, and that's, like, kind of what you advertise when it comes to touristy spots. But I don't really see people ever giving it much credit. Yeah. Like, when someone says that they're doing art as, like, uh, like their major in college or something. Yeah, I think especially, like, the U.S. needs to start investing in arts as education because the high school that we went to only invested in sports like we got a new football field the football field the sorry the football team got new jerseys every year whereas like the music department they actually needed things and they never got them yeah and that's really sad because honestly like if you think about it so many um like, so many of the kids in our school, like, they'd do the musical, they'd be in drama and choir, and that was, like, there was a lot of turnover with students, right? But the football team was only, like, a set number of dudes each season. Yeah. Once a year, you know? Uh-huh. And so there's a lot more students that utilize the arts and music department of the school, but they just never got that recognition or the funding for yeah. it, which is sad. Yeah. Um, and the second part of Richa's um, hot take was that Hershey's chocolate actually sucks. I, I like all chocolate, and so I think Hershey's tastes just fine. But I'm guessing if you're into the really bougie stuff, then it probably tastes like trash. I am offended by this one because Hershey's is my That's favorite so- chocolate. What does she like? Let me ask. I'm going to text her. Yeah, so I texted Sam, and um, I said, what are you doing tonight to see if she wanted to record this episode? And she said, probably sleeping early, whatever. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, go to sleep. And she said, why are you asking me, ugly girl? <laughs> this I'm in an abusive relationship. Friendship. No, listen, one of my friends um, in our sophomore English class, we were reading To Kill a Mockingbird. And I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember what the character's name was, but the elderly woman that yelled at, um, the little girl, what's her name? I have no idea. The main character, he has a very, um, I'm looking it up. But yeah, she yells at him and of course and she goes, ugly girl. And so my like best friend, she, um, she turned around to me when we were in class and she like called me ugly girl. But the teacher thought she was just, like, making fun of me and being mean to me. And so she gave her the nastiest look ever. <gasps> and literally, it was the funniest thing in the entire world. Richa said, I really like green and black's organic dark chocolate. It's really good, and it's fair trade, which makes it taste better. Bro, she is so bougie. I, I admire that. I really do. Yeah. What is um, green? Black organic? Green and Black's organic dark chocolate. Also, Ooh. Rena said they will not be picking up, they're taking a break from podcasting right now, but they will be picking it back up in 2021. So you guys can go listen to their episodes now and then look forward to what they have coming 
in the next year. She said also yeah. the Aldi dark chocolate Moser Roth. I think that's the name, which is also fair trade. Okay, I'm looking these all up, but it's like they sound again really boozy, but like things that I wouldn't like. I'm not a fan of dark chocolate. Yeah, I don't really like dark chocolate. Well, it's it's not. I need the sweetness. I need the sugar. Yeah. My sister really likes dark chocolate, and I just can't get behind yeah. it. Like, if you're going to eat chocolate, just go all the way and eat milk chocolate, bro. Honestly, like, I don't feel like when someone says, because like my mom and my sister really love dark chocolate, and I don't get, like, like my the sister that loves the dark chocolate just loves chocolate in general, and so whenever she's like, oh, I want some chocolate, she doesn't go for the really sweet stuff. Like, she'll go for dark chocolate, and I'm like, well, what does that satisfy for you? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, I'm not shaming you if you like dark chocolate. I guess I'm just wondering why. Oh, okay. You know what I want to try? What? So, um, like chili chocolate. What? Like spicy chocolate. Girl, no. you can't eat spicy Cheetos. What makes you think you're going to eat spicy chocolate? Okay, I don't think it's supposed to be, like, really spicy where it hurts. I think it's just supposed to add a little kick to, like, chocolate flavor you can't you know? even take a tap of chili D don't well, even think I about can. kick girl I no this is okay. a no i'm not like the super spicy chocolate bars but like the ones that have like a dusting of like pepper or something i think that makes that sounds really interesting you know, you do you, but just know that when you're crying about how spicy it is, I told you you can't do it. You're so hateful. Why do you think I couldn't handle it? Or, like, I wouldn't be able to? You know my spice tolerance is actually getting better? You can't eat spicy Cheetos. Those are actually spicy if you eat a lot of them. <sighs> you're, you, I don't, I don't think you'd be able to eat spicy chocolate. Okay, well, we'll have a taste test on the next podcast episode. Um, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, that is. We'll do it. Okay, I guess you'll just, like, be hanging out with us while we eat. It'll be like a podcast mukbang. Oh, but those are not a good idea, because, <laughs> remember, we, we know this podcast that did an episode about food, and Any of our two listeners, we don't want to put you guys through that. Any of our two listeners. You want to put the pigeon, want to put the pigeon next door. What? I said okay. I was trying to make a joke about a pigeon listening to our podcast, but he didn't hear it, so it just sounded even dumber than it already was. <laughs> no, I heard it. I just didn't get it or find it funny. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I No. High for you. No, 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 no. You're just not funny. I oh, bring okay. the humor to the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, guys. Sure. If you're listening to this right now, go to our last Instagram post and say who's funnier, me or Sam. No, they're going to say you because every time we record the podcast, I just like, 
I don't have a lot of funny things to say. Because you're I not wish. funny. No, literally whenever we're talking about it, I always have fun, funny things to say. But then after that, I like, when we actually record, I don't. Because you're not funny. Go to our last Instagram post and tell me, tell us who you think is funnier, me or Sam. Maybe. Uh, what is the podcast Instagram? You're so rude, pod. No underscores or anything. That's it. Honestly, I might put up an Instagram story for our four followers to answer <laughs> um, on who they think is funnier. Uh, like a little poll thing. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, so go follow us on Instagram so you can see that. I'll put it up in a few days so you guys have some time to listen to this. Um, yeah, I think that's all we have for today, right? Yep, I think that's it. Alright, thank you guys for listening to You're So Rude. We'll be back at some point. Eventually. Eventually. Again, like we've said, we are not recording these in the order that they're going out. Um, like, we straight up posted three episodes in like two days because we just wanted to get things out there because we don't really like our intro episode because it's just like really awkward so we're like we don't want people to just listen to this and be like oh this this podcast sucks yeah and I think the biggest thing we're struggling with right now is because we're not able to record together is the audio situation yeah because four ears like hearing me on the phone it's it's painful yeah, so. yeah. I mean, hearing you in general is painful, but... Okay. <laughs> I walked right into that one, okay? <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, I mean, I think so far my favorite episode has been, the like, the music episode. The audio, again, was annoying because you backed away from your phone, but it's fine. Um, but I think okay. that episode was really funny. Salty. Then did you salty on air, okay? Um, but again, like, I don't know how these episodes are going to air, but there, we have an episode with our guest, Prame, and the audio on that one is so good, even though we're on a FaceTime call, so I don't know what Sam is doing wrong. Yeah. But she's no, doing no, something I, wrong. I feel like it's got to be, like, the internet vibe, you know? Like, first of all, I have Google Fiber, so it's got to be your problem. Bro, um, no, we were, one of these episodes I recorded at the school when we were on a FaceTime call, and it still sucked, so it was not me. Maybe I should just replace you yeah. with Prime. Oh my god, no. Okay, we're going to end the podcast episode here today. Before we um, fight. <laughs> see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. I waved. There's no one watching me wave. <laughs> oh, you're so dumb. End it now. Okay, bye. <laughs>